you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. What's up, everybody? DJ Bucky here with Move the Sticks. Before you listen to your episode, Bucky, tell them what we've got coming up on the latest Move the Sticks episode. Uh, We're going to weigh in on Christian McCaffrey and Leonard Fournette. We also will talk about the Joe Mixon incident and... Is Tom Savage for real, that quarterback for the Houston Texans. Lots of topics to tackle. You can find the Move the Sticks podcast, NFL.com slash podcast. You can find our videos, NFL.com slash MTS video, as well as on YouTube. Going to the hurry-up offense. Three receivers far side, a four-man rush. Russell has some time to step up and let it fly. Got a man open, lock it down the near sideline, 10, 5, touchdown! Seahawks! Hits the snap, backpedals, looks for Nelson, winds up, rainbows, deep over the middle. Jordy, yes! over the shoulder, catch has it, inside the 20, down he goes, near the 15-yard line. Standing on the arrowhead at arrowhead. Brinkley to snap, turn to hold. Snap, set, kick on the way. Good! Good! Oh, oh boy, oh boy, that almost hurt my ears there. Hi and hello, welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program presented by McDonald's All Day Breakfast. Go get you some, put it in your belly. Maurice Jones-Drew, Ike Taylor, and me here in Studio 66 will say proper hellos in a minute. We saw a bunch of big celebrations and, uh, and you know, listen, Zeke Elliott jumped into the Salvation Army thing, and uh, it reminds me this is a category coming up on the Shecky Awards, the 21st century, uh, the 21st annual Shecky Awards. One category is best celebration we saw this year. Let's jump into this. Do we need to update uh, our list here of celebrations that we saw just in week 15 of the NFL? And uh, do we have a little reel to show here, uh, Bartlett, behind the glass? Here oh, here we go. Here's Zeke. So he goes, he gets the touchdown. What did you make of this celebration, Maurice? I thought it was awesome. Yeah. I, you know, peekaboo. You know, yeah, that's what he's playing, peekaboo. Peekaboo, <laughs> I see you. Ike, you like that one? I can dig it. I like it a lot, too. Very athletic. Very. 
Very athletic. That's a big young man. Well, people don't understand. Now, look at this, Ike. I wonder what you think about uh, Jeremy Hill scoring a touchdown. Then uh, somebody throws him a terrible towel, and he rips it. What did you think in the no, moment? No, he, he tried to rip it. Uh, but RIP, Mr. Myron Cope, you know, he's in that towel. Yoy and double yoy. That towel wouldn't rip. Man, y'all going to start understanding, man. Y'all better start. Y'all better stop disrespecting that terrible towel. And man. then there was Odell Beckham oh, doing a little beat ever. it dance. One of the best ever. Yeah. That's OBJ a, is one of the best ever. I agree. I love the, uh, the Michael Jackson stuff. I mean, he's done a bunch of Michael Jackson. He did the hurdles. You know, I still feel like Antonio Brown's front flip, though, still has to go to uh, yeah, the greatest. Yeah. I like In a he, game. In a game. Yeah. Not yeah, practice. Then, I thought a lot of people, a lot of cynics didn't care for the whole net. Uh, uh, bit, the, but the but I get you what. Thing, Let me tell you something. Funny. All those cynics that didn't care, I bet you they're don't. They they're not they're not tripping now. No yeah, course. a lot of those cynics who announced about six, eight weeks ago, no one sitting in this studio right now was on board with this, but there were a lot of national voices out there. Oh, You're Odell Beckham's a distraction, and he well, they should trade him before it gets to, before really? it's too late. <laughs> now now they may still wind up with a – if things break just right, they could even win that division. Yep. Yet, you know? And, and could get a, a bye <clears throat> because of him. Because of him. Hey, next Tuesday, uh, Chris. Uh, the so what is that? Uh, two days after Christmas. By the way, happy holidays. I'm sorry. As well, I was remiss in uh, not saying that at the top. Next Tuesday, December 27th, the 21st uh, annual Shecky Awards will be available for you streaming on NFL.com/slash/ddfp and slash podcasts. Um, also, um, so make sure you check that one out. Also, the nominees will include some more uh, Odell Beckham, Marquette King. You know, setting a you know trailblazing punter with his uh, dancing out there. You gotta be careful. Your guy Pat McAfee is gonna be upset because he said he's the first one to start celebrating. Wow, the thing that I I, I think it's gonna be tough to beat Vontez Burfick running off the field, wagging his finger with 95 seconds to go. That was my favorite celebration. Right, <laughs> running off so the field. <laughs> Perfect ran off the field with Pac Man and a bunch of other Bengals. <laughs> the whole crew. in the divisional round. Hey guys, the game's not over yet. Jeremy Hill's about to fumble it away. The whole so crew. Petty. Look at Jeremy know. Hill right there gassing them up. They're funny, the Bengals. They think they're everybody's rival. They think they're the Ravens and Steelers' rival. They're not. In fact, Cincinnati is the third best sports town in the state of Ohio behind Columbus and Cleveland. Oh, wow. That's where they stand. That's the reality. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, that's, a, wow. that's not good. Um, all right, Maurice. Uh, the be- the uh, Jaguars haven't been good, I'm, I'm sorry to say, in 2016. A lot of high hopes. A lot of people in the summertime after those free agent signings and uh, the, uh, the, the way the draft broke for them. A lot of enthusiasm there. And I do think they have some good, pe- some good pieces there to build with. I don't know about the QB, but uh, the blame fell on – Gus Bradley earlier this week. Your thoughts? Oh, very upset. Uh, Disappointed. I feel like um, when Gus first got there, they tore apart a team that had some very good core pieces. Um, Just taking myself out of it because obviously I don't want people to feel like, oh, you know. But Greg Jones, who is one of the best fullbacks in the game, they don't even – I don't think they have a fullback on the team now. Isn't he coaching over there? Yeah, I think he's coaching now. Um, They let go of Terrence Knighton, one of the the best run-stopping D tackles. Uh, you let go of Daryl Smith, um, and there's some other guys. Eugene Monroe. You, you talking about you need offensive linemen. Eugene Monroe is a very good blocking off left tackle. There was nothing wrong with him. Um, and you try to replace these guys with guys who aren't playing well. Uh, not only that, you have a quarterback who has more pick sixes than he has wins. That is an insane stat. That's crazy. That's How do you crazy. win with that? Imagine that. And, it's not and, like and, he just got into the league. This is his third year. And right. and then I've always told people, and I've I've firmly believed this that after your third year, 
you are who you are. As you. you you get three years to to prove how good you can be. And and sometimes there's some guys who oh, you know what? He he makes the exception, but after your third year in the league, they pretty much have tape on you, enough tape to know that's who you're going to be throughout. And Who's but it, it, so obviously you know, in the short term, at least, uh, Gus Bradley gets the blame here. But yeah. is it – if you tried to put it in a list, is it Blake Bortles, the the um, the misread on him or his lack of uh, progress at the most important position? Do you put it on the offensive line? Do you put it on Gus well, Bradley? Do you put it on uh, the personnel department I, 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 with Dante Fowler? Because keep in mind, there's Dante a lot of Fowler, misses. Dante Fowler, to this point at least, was a miss, and so was Malik Jackson, a big signing. It's Julius Thomas. There's a yep. lot of guys. Um, I think, again – you know, Jacksonville was so hungry and had so much money that they went out and overpaid for some guys. And in this league, and I can tell you this as best, when you get paid a certain amount of money, there's a lot of expectation. And when you can't go to that, you you don't have the production with that expectation, then you lose your locker room. And so I feel like, uh, you know, Julius Thomas was supposed to come in and give you 10 touchdowns a, game, a year. He didn't do that. Um, he may have given them 10 games over the last uh, two maybe. years. Maybe. Malik Jackson, you give him ninety million. He he had five sacks a year before. So there's a lot of misses, but then there are some hits. You have Ramsey, who you got in the draft. Yep. You have uh Cinderic Marks, who they got in free agency, who gives you ten sacks almost a year. You have a uh, Roy Miller who's played well. You have Telvin Smith, a top guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've gotten some guys. Gibson, you went and got some guys. You drafted Allen Robinson, you drafted all those receivers, you got Allen Hearns and as a rookie free agent. So you've hit on some places, but when you miss on the quarterback who's number three who was the third overall pick, when you miss on a defensive end, who was, what, the third or fourth overall pick, I mean, you're missing on guys, and it's hurting your team. So I feel like Gus, yes, he has to take some of the blame because you are the head coach of the team, but I think it's more than just Gus that should be involved in this. And uh, personally, I feel like if you're going to fire him, you don't fire him after with two games left. What, what, what does that do? It is, it is odd. Does it put him ahead of the other teams that are going to be knocking their head coaches but, but you off? But to... you can still always go and – you already have – just because a coach is fired uh, with two games left doesn't mean you can't go out and look for other coaches. I guess that's true, especially if it's Tom Coughlin, John yeah. Gruden, a lot of the names that we're You can here always call – I mean, let, let's, let's think about it. Do the Chargers fire uh, McCoy? Because remember, he was on the hot seat before. If they fire McCoy, it's not like as if they're not already out there looking for other coaches. You may not be able to interview him, but I don't think you can interview guys now anyways. Who's your bet? That, uh, Tom best, Coughlin. That's, I mean, that's, I that's, think that that's the way it winds up. And I think it's a nice story for a team that's been around since 94 to complete that uh, that little circle. I think the fan base would dig that. Oh, they love fun. It, it, This is going to be a fun coaching carousel in the offseason. Sean Payton might move. Rex Ryan really? could be on Sean the Really? Sean Payton? Maybe there's already talk the Saints might trade him. This is the, one of those things that comes up annually that they might trade. But they, but I know they've been trying to trade him for like three years though. Yeah, I know one thing: these teams need to stay off TV in the off season because the championship teams they don't have off season shows. It's so it's so they don't true have off season shows. So much I, I I will say I have to pat myself on the back for that one. Anytime that everybody gets all on board with one team that has achieved nothing, but everybody, oh, I like the way they're coming there. It's going to be a year away from what everybody said. But, but I, what, I, I have to disagree because the Raiders were a team that everyone was on as well. No, but they were good last year, the Raiders. They, they were, were seven you could and see, nine. But you could see them coming yeah. around there. I thought, again, I mean, a, a lot of people, and this is what I tell a lot of people thought that Blake Bortles, his numbers last year were phenomenal, but they were all second. Catch-up catch numbers. They were yep, all catch-up right. numbers, and yep. you have to you have to put that into perspective. And, and it's, it's sad to see Allen Robinson not play as well as he did last year, but he shows that he had catch-up numbers as well. So they have to find a way to get those numbers that that matter. The Chuck, one- I think you said it best with uh, Blake Bortles. 
he uh progression. Like he hasn't progressed at all. Looks like he's regressing mm-hmm. as a quarterback, which isn't good to be your third overall quarterback, supposed to be your fr- face of the franchise. It hurts. Like that's a big miss when you miss on the quarterback. We can talk about Kirk Cousins all we want to, but – I bet you if Kirk Cousins wanted to go to uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, they would hmm. love but to have remember, him. Remember, Kirk was a fourth-round pick. They missed on RG3. True. By the way, by the way, I got a lot of grief from the people in Jacksonville in August when so I said – So did I. Yeah, when Blake Bort- – I said, Blake Bortles, the word I'm hearing is he's not progressing exactly with the playbook and every – oh, how dare you, how dare you. Well, I guess I was right. Check. <laughs> they, they jumped on me too. And I, you know, I, and, I, and I don't like to be the one to, like, gloat in your face, but I'm gloating. All right. Let's start the show. <laughs> Yes, hi and hello, and uh, again, welcome to the, D- to the DDFP, presented as always by McDonald's All Day Breakfast, especially today. I could really use one of those egg McDonald's. Why? Well, because I went to a holiday party with uh, with some of our colleagues, one of How the was departments. It, it was, was it? very fun with the gang. We were we were out there. You uh, you both were missed there, but I had I had literally three wines, and then I Ubered myself home just to be extra safe. Three wines, that's too much. I wake up with a headache. I can't even have three wines anymore. Old you know, age, man. It's terrible. Do you know what kind of wine you had? I don't. Okay. It might have been bad wine. I don't yeah. know. Whatever. Let's uh, let's get into it here, fellas. Uh, and uh, we'll start off with, uh, well, you know what? Let's just say hello to everybody. Ike Taylor, great work. We always say it on Thank Total you. Access on Monday nights. Make sure you're paying attention this weekend from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Heinz Field. Mm. The scene. Christmas night. Ike Taylor, you're going to be on game day yes. morning and otherwise. Yes. Uh, reporting on the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers and the other team Aditi, that will be. Me and Aditi. Oh. We're going to be working together. Aditi, Aditi Kinkabwala. That's a, that's a match made in heaven. Here he is, everybody. Number two, four from the Pittsburgh Steelers, Ike Taylor. Ooh, the remix. Oh, yeah. Ike Taylor, Ike. That's me. Let me. I'm just gonna cut to the chase. I'm just gonna jump right to it. We can talk about the Bengals and all that stuff and whatever, but let's just just give me your pick here. What's what's gonna happen in Heinz Field? Let me know. Christmas night. Oh, Pittsburgh Steelers. But it's not gonna be the offense. We're gonna see how good the defense plays. The defense gonna play better than the Ravens defense. All right. Listen. You know, uh, it's Christmas, and I like it when the Steelers. Shag, no, I don't want don't. my night spoiled. If it is, so I feel bad. like you'll my cry. year could be. Twenty sixteen's like been. Lose. Well, I won't cry, but twenty sixteen has not been a good year. So how better to punctuate a a bad year than uh, <laughs> than by the Ravens coming into Pittsburgh and, ha- and getting flackoed? I know they've done it. That's why I'm scared. I don't. Let me tell you something. People, I get messages from people all the time. Oh, you you shouldn't be talking about that. You have a rooting interest. It makes you seem biased. Well, first of all, on the bias count, <laughs> I am now two wins away. If the Steelers win these next two games, it will be five years in a row that I've Shaq. correctly predicted their final record. But How if, biased is that if I'm getting it right? But, but Shaq, what? you can predict in the offseason. Yeah. But once the season come around, comes around, it seems like you feel like they're gonna, they are gonna have a chance to lose every, every game. game. 
I, they they go to Cleveland now. I, that's the, that that hey, just just what? just be like the Steelers to lose. Lou Holtz did that before they played any bum team. Of course, I just am showing some respect. I'm getting in their head, Maurice. Don't no, you see? Shaq, that's, they're not one of us. That's a new. <laughs> that's gonna be in the oh, Urban yeah. Dictionary. Oh, yeah. checking. John Harbaugh. John Harbaugh isn't listening to what I'm saying this week. Please, come on, Ike. Wake up, man. Don't be naive. Of course, John Harbaugh and Joe Flacco, Terrell Suggs are tuning in, and they hear what I'm saying. Even if they do, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Check, like, if they lose, they lose. It doesn't matter what we say here. What That's is that? the one thing I've learned. That's the one thing I've learned at this network. We can say whatever we want about the teams, like, oh, they have this matchup or that matchup. There was no way Carolina was supposed to beat the Washington Redskins on Monday night. In Washington, there's no way. But guess what? Well, guess what? If like we were talking about a few weeks ago, if Cam and company would have held on in Oakland, that may be a scary. Action. Imagine them being. Imagine them being a six seed, the defending NFC champs coming in as a as a six seed. That'd be. I'd make the NFC playoff picture all the more intriguing, and it's already pretty good stuff. Um, let's say hello to the guy who we're talking about here with the Jags and the Raiders and the Rams. You hear him doing the uh, radio play by play in Los Angeles. Seven ten ESPN is how you check that out. Fantasy and friends, fashion, po po. No disrespect, so on and so forth. The great, the great Maurice Jones Drew, everybody. I'm trying to be like you, Ike. No. I'm, I'm just on two things. No. That's where he's born and grown. Drafted by the Jaguar. Addicted to the end zone. Now he's on with Damashek. Yeah, that's his new home. So call him Maurice. We all call him MJD. MJD. Check how to play this on the show yesterday. On Fantasy and Friends. Yeah, it was good. It jazzed things up quite a bit, I thought. Everybody starts smiling. Hey, uh, Maurice, you don't care about the Star Wars movies, do you? Uh, I'm not a big fan. You know, I I actually just went and bought all the Game of Thrones uh, books, Ooh. so I'm gonna that's gonna have some good reading material here. Pretty that's soon. where Maurice and I connect. That's our passion. But uh, Ike, you and I share the passion of Star yeah, Wars. You no. haven't seen Rogue One yet, though. No, my son actually he's going to see it today. I haven't seen it. I need to see it. I probably see it when I get back to Orlando. You, but you yeah. know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna get all the DVDs. How many of them? How many is it up? Well, I would you could skip the first three, right? You could skip episodes one, two, and three. They're yeah. they're they're just crummy and made for children. So just pretend right. those don't exist. But this Rogue One, I mean, I don't I don't want to because if I say so, but it fits. All I can tell you is it fits like a neat little puzzle piece, and it is gets back to the roots of the original Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back. It has that vibe to it. It doesn't feel um, too shiny. Kind Who's the of. pioneer of Star Wars? What do you mean? Who started it? George Lucas. I tell you what, the way he got it set up, he can go anywhere he wants to with any story. I think he sold. I well, he sold it to Disney, so I think Disney now owns it. But either way, I think they're planning on making a movie every year around the Star Wars uh, universe. I think the next one is like Young, young Han Solo, maybe. But either way, this Rogue One, I'm telling it's you, it's legit. Let me just say this to you: this is a bold statement, and I know old Star Wars people won't may not like this. It's the third best one in the history of the Star Wars movie. They're building a movie. How many, Better than how many Jedi. do they have? Well, they have. So they have the three. Now they have Rogue One's four. Then the original says seven, eight. Eight total. I'm going to watch all eight. And I'm going to catch up. All right. I don't think you need to watch those first three. But hey, I'm just trying to spare you. Um, before Oh, 
football baby, uh, we're coming down to the end of the season. Uh, Ryan Bartlett, uh, producer behind the glass, had a great idea before the season started. Football baby, a flat Stanley for the 21st century. Go to at Damashek on Twitter. You can find the PDF of football baby. Just hold them up with your cell phone at whatever stadium you are watching the game or uh, print it out. Either way, he really has gone global. He was at the World Dart Championships in London this week. He was in uh, Perth, uh, Australia for a football match. He was in Brazil, Sao Paulo, Singapore. He has to get back. Oh, he was also in Seattle uh, for the for that I was hideous too. neon game. I got to talk to football, baby, see if he can bring me back a gift. Well, yeah, that would be nice if he would. Uh, but, uh, yes, listen, he's we have uh, not seen as many football NFL football stadiums of late. Let's make sure we get him a stamp on his passport from all 32 of those uh, before the season runs out. All right, let's jump into it. Uh, Bartlett behind the glass, you don't want us to talk Christmas memories? You don't care about our Christmas memories? No, let's get to football. You want to talk yeah. about football, like? All right. I, th- I thought it would be nice to, t- to to talk about our favorite times around the Christmas tree. I think I think the viewers want to. The Hanukkah menorah. They want football, baby. All right. Well, we're not going to do football, baby. We're going to do football, Ike, and football, Maurice, right now. Okay. Uh, you know what? You guys want to do it? Let's get to it. Thrill of victory, agony of defeat. The thrill of victory. The agony of defeat. If you're a viewer, it's always fun seeing Ike Taylor with that ten foot yeah. pole, the literal ten foot pole. We broke it's, that thing it's out. It's not now. actually ten feet, but it's it's close. It's close. Don't be a cynic, Murphy. Just, it's fun when we break out the, the ten literal ten foot pole. <laughs> well, people that. like the, the figurative, like oh, I wouldn't touch that with a ten foot pole. But we have the literal ten foot pole, and it's like we, we make important football. It's decisions. like eight, eleven. That's not what's important. That that I mean. But, you're getting you gotta, caught up. You You're right. Precise. That's my fault. That's my fault. I'm You're right. It, it, well, all right. Best wins. We'll start there. And uh, the best wins, Colts whipped the Vikings. Um, so that keeps them alive. The Texans, an important one for them as well. Had they dropped that one against the Jags, I don't know even who would the Colts mathematically. Would, would they up, be in? They the, would jump up over Tennessee. Mm. So Tennessee needs the Colts to lose and the Texans, and they have to win out. What uh, and uh, the Falcons, uh, you know, laying wood to the uh, to the sorry Niners. But again, like we talked about a week ago, it's funny. I feel like the three of us were a little ahead of that national conversation. All of a sudden now in the last couple of days, I've been hearing like, hey, are we all sleeping on the Falcons? Not us as of a week ago, because we talked hey, about it. We, a week ago. Listen, they got to play Carolina. So we're going to see who's sleeping. Yeah. But I have to go with a team that you don't like to talk about. But the Ravens to beat the Eagles and that and they should have lost. I mean, if I'm the Eagles, I kick a field goal, we go into OT, we see what happens. But for the the Eagles to go for two and get the ball batted down, I mean, that game there literally makes this next week – that's exactly right. Possible. I'll tell you what, NFL Network, I'm sure, was rooting for the Ravens to win that one because it would be a two-game gap right now. Pittsburgh would not need it necessarily, to, right. or they wouldn't need it to to hold on in the AFC North there. Now we have uh, a, a colossal episode upcoming on Christmas night. As we discuss there um, – yeah, the yeah, the thing with the Eagles, I, I we, we this is something we've talked about, but I'll say it again. I don't know what uh, what Doug Peterson and company think of Carson Wentz, but if you believe in your QB, when you're at the two, you have to make two yards on one play. I always say go for that two point instead of 
kicking the fee- the, the extra point, as you say, to get to overtime because then you have to win the, the coin flip. But if you don't win the coin flip, you better not let them score a touchdown. But if you don't let them score a touchdown, then your team needs to kick a field goal before they kick a field It's too much. The math is just cleaner. Just yeah. go for the – if you believe your quarterback is the best player on the field, then let him do it and make the two yards and win the but game. But the toughest thing in football is to get two yards when you need it. The toughest thing. Third and how many people are successful on fourth and two in the middle of the field? Not many, right? And in that situation, you only have you don't have enough room to work. So I get what they're trying to do. If I'm going to do that, I'm going to line up in person at goal line personnel. That's right. And I'm going to run play action fat pass weak and throw it to the flat. It's always that's. I, how many times have I said that? I bet finally, you're listening. You run a little. You run some play action into the line, then you boot the QB. It always you don't even always have to work. boot the QB. Literally, you could just put it in his belly and have a guy. I run like to it the better though, because it because then there's no chance of a batted ball. I like you rolling your QB a little bit so it's cleaner for him. Just get that guy out on him. Just dump it out or he runs it in. That's it. That's that's also why I like that. Right? Unless it's Phil Rivers or Tom Brady, you get the guy out there. He yeah. might run it in if uh, if no defender steps up. Yeah, I yeah. don't think Phil Rivers running that thing in. No, no, uh, indeed. Phil Rivers. I could beat Phil Rivers in a foot race. I, I you might. You might got a shot. Phil Rivers looks like it hurts. <laughs> Ike, what was your favorite win of the week? Oh, who I had is my favorite win of the week. Oh man, I'm gonna go with the Texans. Yeah, that was. I mean, again, now this is that maybe hurts. a switch for yeah. them that will impact the AFC playoff picture. Maybe they get there. Maybe they make some hay once they're there. Whereas, yeah. I don't know that Brock Osweiler was going to win some games for him in January. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what to expect from Tom Savage. He's although the one thing he made some really good throws. He in did. Well, he's got that arm, and you could see that back at Pitt. You know, when he when he throw the ball, he looks like a pro QB. Right. Um, and he was. T- remember there 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 was that late. Uh, Late push for him in the draft a couple of years ago. All of a sudden, people were buzzing about that maybe he was worth something, and then he became a punchline uh, buried at the end of the bench there. But, uh, yeah, at, at, at the very least, he got New Hopkins involved, which, uh, oh. for whatever reason, Brock Osweiler couldn't do all season. The worst losses of the week or wor- worst loss, our producer Ryan Bartlett has oh, written some, some words that I wow. can't repeat here, but I will okay. suffice to say it's the Chiefs. That's all I'll say. I'm not going to read the whole thing he wrote. Oh, no. Well, that's what happens. The Chiefs, uh, you know, <laughs> I try, t- exotic smash mouth. And when it gets cold, that's when they do their you best work. You did say that. I, I thought, just, yeah, it's right. just what happens. And, you know, Derrick Henry's getting involved now. I definitely think that's a bad one. But you have to go with Arizona. I mean, Arizona was known for having a good defense. Mm-hmm. And you lose to a team who hasn't thrown a touchdown in two weeks. Drew Brees hasn't thrown a touchdown in two weeks, and he puts up 48. Well, you know, as far as that goes, I guess you could – we say best win uh, for Colts, but really that could be worse loss for the Vikings by the same thing. Remember, everybody was buzzing about how great that defense is. No one can do anything against that defense. And, you know, Andrew Luck, without T.Y. Hilton out there – I mean, without – I'm sorry, without Dante Moncrief out there. He put it on that team. I I just don't – what happens? What 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 happens to the Cardinals and Vikings? We, How do we, they get whipped like that? We we talk about a team that had a off season show. That's another team with an off season show. Yeah, right. So our expectations was high, and no disrespect to the Rams, but they had an off season show too, right? Mm-hmm. Expectations was kind of high, didn't fall out that way. So what I'm saying, man, your good teams, your playoff teams, man, they're not worrying about no ratings. You know this 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 ain't this ain't recruiting. No, this ain't college. We're not trying to get recruits. These grown men, we have bills to pay. And my only thing with that, when you bring a lot of other stuff involved, it hurts at home. 
because now you have wives, they want to be on TV. You have moms, they want to be on TV. So it brings a lot of extra stress, not only on that household, but to the player. Because when I go home, I'm trying to go home and go to sleep, watch tape, and relax. I'm not against anybody making money and uh, doing what they want to do as a pro. But, I I mean, I would just as soon, as a Steeler fan, but a fan of A's, I'd just as soon – uh, any not do dancing with the stars and that kind of stuff. I just feel hey, like that can only going. be. I don't. I don't think it's that. I think it more than anything. Like I think it's an organizational situation. Like it's not like per player because a lot of players can go out and do things. Yeah. When you have an organization, when you have people that are, you know, like um, let's say when you're on Hard Knocks, you can't say some of the stuff you want to say because the world is watching. You're you're on you're on camera twenty four seven. It's like the Truman Show, right? You remember that show? Sure. And so I think that like that kind of hurts a, a ton. But for the Cardinals, I mean, what? Like, there's no reason for you to be losing like this. You you guys were really good last year, and you only added pieces. It How is, do you lose? Well, I you know I it, this is simplistic. But Carson Palmer had a great 2015, then fizzled out right at the end, and really actually blew up uh, yeah. in front of our eyes in uh, late December, early January, and that just sort of carried over this year. That leads me to most embarrassing win, which I'll put that on the Saints because what was – so as they're whipping, that forty, the Saints put 48 on them, yeah. and yet Mark Ingram in the fourth quarter is belly aching about not getting the ball. What did you make of that, Ike? You're playing with my money. What, say it again? You're playing with my money. What is How this? How so? Because that $100,000 What is this? You're playing – so they put, they put high tower – they put Hightower in for Ingram. Now, Ingram got him down there, and supposedly he has some incentives in his contract. So, he get that he get that touchdown, he got that 100 coming. So, now you're taking, that, you're taking that 100. I think that's been debunked, though. No, 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 no. You take it. No, 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 no. They do it on percentages, too. Like, sometimes in people contract where you play a certain percentage of snaps, Let's say, like, if you play six to eight percent of the defensive snaps, you get a five hundred thousand dollar bonus. Hmm. They know that they upstairs they, and know they, that. And they so, if you on six, so if you on sixty eight, or you on active. But that sounds like an evil tycoon that's, move. That's, they that's really a, do that. They do it in movies. That's, they that's do that's that in real life. Part. That's the that's business, business part, part of the I, NFL, bro. I can bro. tell you right now. I remember uh, we were playing Tennessee and we were whooping them. And they benched me. And I was – they didn't really bench me. They are just like, look, like, do you have any incentives? I'm like, I, I got some big cash in this contract, man. I got – you know, I make the Pro Bowl. I do these things. I'm making 250000 Easy. If, if I'm up for uh, uh, MVP, two hundred fifty. If I'm just up for MVP, you're uh, 250000 My name mentioned. It, it just has to be in the, in the race. Right? Wow. In the race. And so you, you heard me. That that counts. That goes a long way down the road. That, yeah. I got kids. Yeah. I got a I got a mother and a sister that I'm taking care of as well. I I need all of them. I get the touchdown just that you want that as a stat, whether or not there's a bonus tie in your contract. But well, because I asked to Steve Smith this a number of years ago, and I found it illuminating. It was a typical sort of. I guess I was naive. I said it doesn't really matter, Steve Smith, if it it Jonathan Stewart or D'Angelo Williams gets that touchdown at the goal line, or Cam Newton a few years ago uh, in Carolina, right? He's like, yeah, it matters because when your contract uh, comes back up, they're definitely going to look at how many touchdowns you scored yeah. and he's exactly right that that's, is right that's another thing mark ingram's young yeah and he he's coming up on the end of his deal you're talking about well you you know this this season you only had 900 yards and and and, and eight touchdowns well that that play could be nine or ten hey listen 
10 sounds better than nine. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's that a, a simple. Right, yeah. I get that. Yeah, it's, 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 it's that simple that he could be up. He, they could be negotiating a contract right now, and that could be part of it. I believe, you know, I you know the the the, the stable franchises and Maurice, it's time for you to go do some of your okay. uh, work elsewhere. He's a very busy man, Ike. Uh, but uh, as Maurice takes off, yeah, I mean, I think I do buy that, uh, you know, I like the, the stable franchise model, obviously, you know, the Giants, the Steelers, Steelers the certain teams just never fire their coaches, or they're they're loath Bro, to do it. At least the Steelers do it. The uh, Giants do. Everybody it, do it. The Patriots do. Everybody it. do it. All they teams. Do well, it. but I do Packers think do it. I buy that things can get stale in certain. It feels to me like all right, maybe Sean Payton would do well to to, to move on for his sake, and uh, the Saints could maybe every check. I first I first saw it in two thousand and five. We had a guy. He was hitting his percentages. He was balling. And they tapped him on the shoulder. You got to sit for the next four games. What I did? Nothing. But you got to sit. Oh. Let me go back to my contract. Oh, man. The 68% I get 500000 I'm at 67 No, I'm at 66 That's how y'all going to do me? I, I'll give we you would one like to see. We, we would like to see our young guy. I, I'll, I'll do you one worse. We're playing uh, in Jacksonville. I can, we're playing. I think again. I know who he's talking. No, about. no, no. This is a different one. No, I know. Oh, Mike, I think oh, I, I know yeah. who Ike's talking. But about. we had a, a guy, and he had if he started so many games, he got a million dollars. They didn't start him. They just put him in on the second play. That's outrageous. I didn't know that this was so widespread. Bruh, that's, that's It really is like the mean rich guy in the movies. That's the business side of the NFL. That, the guy, the the mean dad in uh, Breaking Two Electric Boogaloo, who wanted to knock down the community center to erect condos, has nothing on these guys. Nothing at all. Depriving you guys. It, it's, of a, it's a cutthroat business, man. Apparently. Also, well, uh, I I think the most embarrassing loss, as I already touched on, the Bengals would love to be a rival of the actual AFC North bullies, the Ravens and Steelers. They right. love to talk their trash. They love to they love to do stuff after the whistles. They love to act like tough guys, and yet it doesn't seem to register to them or that that they don't achieve anything. You have to win games of importance against these foes in order for it to be a rivalry. Just talking stuff doesn't do it, right? It's, uh, it's like. It's like looking over the shoulder like, bro, what you looking at? Oh, I'm not looking at the Bengals. I'm looking at the Ravens. Y- y'all don't think we're a robbery? No, we don't think. This is That's like exactly we right. just we just the Ravens in two weeks. Okay. The, but we play the Bengals, though, right? All right, we, we got the Bengals. All right, we're going to get ready for the Ravens. I don't know why the Cincinnati Bengals are thinking they're a robbery. Far from a robbery. Now, having a few tough guys on the team, they do have a few tough guys on the team. I can respect that. But far as this being a rivalry, shouldn't even come close. I mean, Pac-Man Jones, I've never seen it in, in football. He got a taunting penalty after Levy and Bell just ran for 11 yards and a first down against them. Wait, the other team just had a successful play against your team and you're taunting the other team? I don't think that makes sense, Pac-Man. <laughs> I don't, think, they, you're, they, I don't they, think you got this thing straight in your brain. They still feel some kind of way. Well, they which, should. Which which hurt him again? They was up seventeen three. Burfitt get another personal uh personal foul, and after that personal foul, that kind of kick started. 
That's that right. kind of kick-started the whole game. Oh, don't mess with the terrible towel, Jerry. Please Hill. don't That's mess your with mistake. the I mean, towel. listen, you want to keep doing it. Oh, it's a big joke. You know, the oh, you're being silly now when you talk about uh, the curse of uh, Myron Cope and the terrible towel. All right, well, then go ask T.J. Hushmanzad and the Tennessee Lindo, Titans. Lindo White. Go ask everybody. If that, all right, then just keep messing with it. That's all right. Yeah. Go ahead. Let's, uh, let's hope Joe Flacco uh, makes some funny jokes uh, on Saturday night with the terrible towel. It's crazy. These guys have, have never disrespected the terrible towel, and they won a few Super Bowls, and we kind of play the same as far as, like, blueprint the Ravens. Yeah, that's right. I know you respect that. At least they have won some big games against the Steelers. Now, what perfect? He goes up to Roethlisberger, two-time Super Bowl champ. Vontez perfect. Everybody knows, including Vontez perfect. He knows the league's watching him extra carefully. What would he go up and headbutt Ben Roethlisberger? What's he say to him? What does Vontez perfect have to say to Ben Roethlisberger at this point? Well, it really wasn't a head. But What's he say though? What's he uh, say? Well, he he he's saying nothing really. See, look, that ain't really no head, but that that's just like a come one in a little shoulder, like one in a shoulder. Leave me alone. He I just knew want, you wouldn't. I knew you would not. I because that's I, not a head, but I know. But I knew you would have some weird kind of. He, I, he, I know you like that he, tough stuff. I do. You you know what I think it was? He just wanted to feel his presence. He just did it in a way he couldn't do it. That's just like telling a girl you like her, but you don't, you don't want to tell her that you like her. You really don't want to tell her that you like her. So you try to be tough and stuff sometimes. But, man, when she don't pick up that call, you're like, damn, why you ain't picking Does up he, my call? Does he, though, uh, as objective as you can be about it, because I do think you – uh, you know, you and Maurice both talk about, hey, you got to have some dogs on your team if you want to succeed. You got to you have some guys that play along the edge there and maybe cross the line a little bit here and there. Does Vontez Burfitt go too far? Yes, he does. He does, right? Yeah, Burfitt goes too far. Now, as far as, like, having him on my team, yeah. Uh, putting a leash on him, for sure. Burfitt got to understand that, man, you're hurting the team. The two penalties y'all had in the playoffs – hurt the team and we talked about this after that playoff game like you don't know if it's guaranteed that y'all gonna go back the following year y'all not even making the playoffs the following year y'all had an opportunity to to really put Pittsburgh in the hole in that 17-3 situation you get another personal foul by headbutting Ben now that kick start the Pittsburgh Steelers because they wasn't playing good at the time now they start to play good like man you can't be making bonehead decisions like that it not only does it hurt you it hurts the team but people get fired when you lose i i mean a lot of people get fired the equipment man the intern maybe the intern might want to come back the following year they clean house when you get fired and as as a player you don't even want that on your resume because mm -hmm. then you messing with your money as good as you is as a football player because he having he's having one of the best seasons of his career this year but it's always it's always that uh that heavy bell that you're going to have dealing with that like I want to pay this guy but mm -hmm. it's going to forever be a but 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 so I look at it like why you want to mess with your money it's you know you talk about I, I it would not I you know I always say Marv Lewis has never won a playoff game how long can he keep this gig his inability to control them and and that they that those guys his best players I mean Vontez Perfect is undeniably dominant out there right Pac Man's an important player as right. well but all the histrionics and nonsense and the extra flags and everything I wouldn't be surprised if it cost Marv his job this year and I hate to say that but that would be one of the reasons mm -hmm. like Coach Marv you got some heck of a players no control mm -hmm. like I agree no with control that. as 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 dog 
as much of a dog as Burfick is. And honestly, Patman Jones has probably been playing better than most corners in the league. Well, I have Patman as top five corner in my NFL poll power ranking because he really be shutting people down. He has that little man syndrome. Like he always has a chip on his shoulder. He always have – he feel like he has something to prove. And he's been proving week in and week out that he can handle his business. Now, as far as like bonehead decisions and, and talking to the media crazy – Guys got to understand, man, they give us something to talk about. So the more you act crazy, the more we get to sit down and talk about it. But at the same time, if you can just keep a clean cut, man, you can have a lot of opportunities. They didn't hire me over here because I caught footballs. They hired me over here because I won two Super Bowls and they saw something I didn't see in myself or like personality. And you helped out in that. So when you just be when you just be a good, not even a role model, just a good football player, a respectable Football player, don't get it twisted. I played dirty. Dirty mean like in between the lines, it, it was whatever. However you wanted to do it. There was no finesse with me. It was all aggressive. Aggression. I'm pissed off at the world. That's how I play. You can still play like that and still be respectable. I agree with that. And but the final point for today is uh, is with me. I, you know, I like to insinuate myself in that. What would I do in that situation? I would be terrified. And I bet you there are a lot of guys in the NFL that kind of would fit that. I, teams that, I, I, well, that's uh, teams that play in domes. I always think are are softer. Yeah, that Bengals stuff. Like, yeah, I do think you can't. You, Ike. I'm sure Vontez Perfect, Pac-Man Jones, you talk, you play across the line, you get guys off their game. You give them a little something extra. Now they're looking for it after after every play. They're nervous. But that's not going to work on the Ravens and Steelers. So stop doing that. Know what division you're in. Know who you're playing against. That's the That, to me, is the message. Like, Good. Go go ahead and do that to the Colts. That might throw them off their game. But it's not going to work with the division bullies. Right. So uh, you know that, to me, is the practical message to the Bengals. It's, it's not working. You're not getting in Roethlisberger's head. So just we may as well not bother with it. The Bengals just got to understand it's not a rivalry between right. the two teams. That's exactly right. All right, they're telling me we got to wrap. Make sure you check out Ike Taylor on game day morning on Sunday as well as on the Dave Damashek football program on Thursday because we're going to dig in a little bit on some best memories from the Steelers and Ravens. Ike was a part of a lot of those, uh, those special games. In the meantime, though, thanks so much, football fans, and thanks to Maurice and Emma VP and Ryan Bartlett and the professor. The whole Blair crew. And everybody behind the glass. As usual, I can't see who's sitting behind the professor. Steve. Thin slice of heaven, everybody. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 